This is KDNK Carbondale, Community Access Radio, Glenwood Springs, Carbondale, the Roaring Fork Valley, and beyond. Support for GeekSpeak. Support for KDNK comes from Louie the Computer Guy, providing PC and Mac repair, networking support, tutoring, and web design. Be secure, informed, and connected. Louie will pick up and deliver your hardware safely and sanitized. 948-7992. I'm your host, Matt McBrayer. You're listening to GeekSpeak. And here's Louie. How's it going, Matt? Going good. Yeah, you yeah. had a little trip to Denver this weekend, huh? Yeah, yeah, got to geek out a little bit. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. So, uh, what's going on in the world? Um, well, I saw a, a message come across my uh, my news feed saying that Google, uh, so it was called Google Suite, uh, so this so wait, wait, was it was it originally called G Suite? What, what was it originally called? Wasn't it called G Suite? Go- it was called Google Apps. Was it? I think wasn't that the original? Was it Google Apps originally, or was that part of <coughs> Google Suite? Let's I, see. I can't I'm remember. Look it up. Let's As see. always, you can call in nine six three two nine seven six. Yep. Yeah. Was it Google Apps? Or, I th- or was it Google Apps for Business? Was the paid one? Let's see. But I thought it was always G Suite. I could be wrong. So anyway, in uh, I believe it's May sixth, um, the free the free tier of what is now called uh, Google, Google Workspace. Google Workspace is going to be is uh, going to be no more. So there's some uh, there's a document on Google. You can go check it out and see uh, what migration option you want. You can either uh, upgrade to a paid account for the accounts you have, or you can uh, migrate away, which is what I chose to do. Got it. So we should clarify that this doesn't mean this if, Gmail. If you just have a standard Gmail account, this isn't going to affect you at right. all. And that was one of the migration options is that you can take your so-and-so at, at companydomain.com uh-huh. and you can move it to you know company at gmail.com. That's one of the migration paths you can choose. Yeah, or some, some username that's not already taken, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. So, th- so Got it. And then um, let's see. Is it the standard? If you if you migrate, are there were they going to give you some sort of a? Wasn't there like some sort of a discount for the first year or something like that? I don't remember seeing that in the article, but I I did not read particularly far. Into okay, it. got it. So for those of you who are using, so I guess let's let's talk about terminologies real quick. Um, what do you think? Do you like the term vanity domain? You ever use that term? Sure, that's yeah. a that's a fair way to put it. Okay. So a vanity domain, for uh, sake of discussion, it basically refers to, you know, like, for instance, uh, if you want to email me, uh, you would send an email to louie at com, And if you were going to send one to Matt, you send it to matt at roaringforkhelpdesk.com. M. McBrayer at roaringforkhelpdesk.com. M. McBrayer, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I should probably alias Matt at some point. Yeah. Yeah, there's probably thousands, mil- millions. millions of dollars worth of work sitting, going into the bit bucket. Right there. So, although I did have uh, a catch-all set up on Google, so maybe I okay. should see if there's a catch-all on the migrate on the uh, 
platform the, that I've migrated to. The new to. platform. Got yes. it. Yeah. So, so, that means, so oh, go ahead. So I was going to say uh, an interesting way to use a catch-all is that you can use a different email address. So basically you can do like one, two, three, and it'd still go to Matt. Or you could do mm-hmm. uh, Amazon sold me out at – Yeah. So basically you could make your email address be like, uh, you know, the name of the company that you gave that email address to mm-hmm. sold me out. And Got so it. then if you start getting spam, you can be like, oh, this who, is who sold yeah, me out. I know exactly who did that. Yeah. There you go. That's, that's a great idea. I never that's a good, really thought that's of using for, it that way. It's a great yeah. use for a catch-all. I, yeah. I was like, that's genius. You know, I, I've always, you know, they, you, you hear people talking about disposable email addresses, you mm-hmm. know, and, um, and it's basically an example of that. But at least that way, it tells you exactly, um, you know, it's not Louie2 at LouieTheComputerGuy.com. It's, um, you know. Yeah, something that you know. It could be yeah. like the name of the business that you. So it could be like Circuit City, exactly, or something. dot com, exactly. And so you're like this, and then when that starts, when the spam starts showing up, it's like, and it's going to Circuit City. Mm-hmm. You know what's going on. Yep. Looks like we got a call coming. All in right. There. You're on with the geeks. Oh hey geeks, it's Donna. How are you doing? Doing we're, well. We're great. How about you? Oh, pretty good. Hey, I, I just missed what it was that you said that you do. Can you just repeat it? Like for Circuit City, what did you say you do for email? So it's called a catch-all. So if you're setting up a web server, you can say... A mail server. A mail server, excuse me. Yeah, if you set up a mail server, and if you have, uh, uh, like, and a lot of mail services where you do what Louis is calling a vanity domain, so like rfhelpdesk.net. So you set up the catch-all for your your mail domain, and then... You like have a unique login for each, uh, you know, for each business that you do with, that you interact with on the internet. Ah, uh, okay. And then yeah, that, so you the, have to, okay. Yeah, there's okay. yeah, there's no setup. It's just you you see who it's from, and you're like, oh, that's from somebody else. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. You and send it to Circuit City. Like, sorry, you give it to Circuit City, and then you and then all of a sudden Best Buy starts. It starts coming messages from Best Buy start coming through that you know to the Circuit City email address and it's like oh these guys are selling lists yeah. to each other so anyway sorry to interrupt you go yeah. ahead Donna uh... no I was thinking that you know because I have for example DonnaDalton.com right uh-huh. um, but I've never set it up really mm-hmm. and I thought well when I go to like GoDaddy it looks like if I for like a hundred email boxes mailboxes I'd have to pay some amount of money right right mm-hmm. yeah 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 so, okay, sounds good. Hey, I was going to ask you um, about, I, I've asked this before, I think, or we might have talked about it, but especially when I went to Portugal, but what do you guys recommend and do you recommend for somebody to use for um, on their phone for a VPN? Like, you know, like an app, like I've seen these so, when we were in Portugal, yeah. somebody said, oh, you should use this VPN app while you're over here. Yeah. So I uh, personally, I use uh, Proton VPN. There's a free tier, uh, so you can just sign up, and that's true. Ma- then they have a, a mail domain as well, and you can set up your vanity domain there. Uh, but it's a little bit they charge a little bit of money if you want to do that. Um, but they have a a free tier for VPN, or they have a paid one, which is what I've chosen to do because it'll do up to five devices. So I can use my laptop, my phone, my tablet. They're all on VPN. I can look like I'm coming oh. from the United States. I can look like I'm coming from. Um, you know, anywhere of like 176 uh, different options. Okay, and and it, which what was the name of the app? Uh, Proton VPN is the one I've uh, 
decided on. Proton, but, like like electron proton. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I go. Well, oh, so okay. so, and and so it was started by a bunch of uh, by a bunch of uh, eggheads at CERN. So yes, proton. Okay. Yeah, so, that makes sense. Yeah. So. And um, are you guys watching any of the Olympics? No, I'm not. You you know I um. I kind of expected that, um, and and this is with absolutely no reason to expect this, but I I kind of figured that, you know, now that um, I've become a slave to the Peacock app on my smart TV, that um, that the Peacock app would be able to provide me with everything that I need and want Olympic-wise whenever I need and want it. And I got on there Saturday afternoon and I was like, oh, let's, let's just see what was going on today, you know. And I figured it to be, you know, kind of like packaged up really nicely. And it's like, okay, let's watch some figure skating now, you know. And at, it, I, I clicked on one of the links and it said uh, this, uh, what is it, this uh, stream is no longer available. And I got everything I clicked on Olympic related, that's what I got. So I don't know whether that was a technical problem on their end or whether I'm expecting to get um, paper or uh on-demand content from them um, or what. So anyway, that's my that's my sob story about it. Oh, so, okay. I have so I'm jaded. Boxes, I'm jaded now. Box, so. Boxes. Uh, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have, I have a box and it works great. But uh-huh. I don't pay for, you know, I don't, it's like part of my internet package. I, I, I pay like 45 bucks a month, you know, for internet. Mm-hmm. And that kind of came with it. So, Got it. um Anyway, um, the last question I have is I was successfully put in my um, antenna, an antenna into my attic and was able to feed it down to my home run in my basement. This is the television which, you know, television antenna? Puts for... it off to the TVs in the house. Yep, yep. Yep, digital yeah, TV. Yeah, but it's a, pretty, it's a pretty bad antenna, and it, it, part of it's kind of broken. I'm still able to get some channels, but... Um, for an indoor attic antenna, is, do you have anything that I should particularly look for? Hmm. For for an in, yeah, in the attic antenna, not an outdoor antenna. Got it. Um, I know I'm in does, the Denver area. You know, it's kind of tough, right? You I, was know, say, I was gonna say Denver's gonna be better than here, so we don't. Cause I think there's one channel here on on digital TV, but I I, I don't even know. Um, yeah. I I was watching a, a YouTube video. I'm can't, I'm trying to recall what the which one it was, but there's a guy who went through and tested six or seven different uh, digital uh, uh, digital amplifier, digital and, antenna pairs uh, with yep, yep. with in, with and I think they were all in, indoor installs. And um, okay. I can't, but so there I I have I, seen I a couple you- reviews to that effect. Well, I found a guy named, and he goes by Antenna Man. Oh, he sweet! He has a YouTube channel, so okay. I was going to watch his stuff. All right. Well, I yeah, think you should. I, I'm going to give you the assignment of watching that and reporting back in two weeks. Okay. So, so what? Which that. which antenna did you get um, out of the ones that? It, oh, you know what? This one that I have right now, it it was one that I bought. Like in Florida, uh-huh. and I just moved it with me, so it it you know pieces have broken off, and you know there's this um, what do you call it? There's like a part that is, um, goes to the motherboard, you know, like a little board uh-huh. that helps with the amplification, and that is came loose. 
So now I, I don't oh. get any amplification and, you know, I have oh. 120 feet of coax. So the signal's fine, but, you know, I think I could, I think it could be better. Yeah. So. Okay. I'm just looking um, at, there, there's a plethora of, um, of antennas that fit that description. I was just kind of looking yeah. at them. You know, they, they range everywhere from looking, looking like something you'd use back in the 1950s to something you'd use on Star yeah. Wars, you know. Right. So. And, you know, I know there's certain... I found one, this antenna man guy had recommended one that was made in the U.S. by a veteran, U.S. veteran, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So he mm. recommended that one. So I'm going to look at that one, and I'll, I'll report back if I get it okay. and install it. But Sounds good. Anyway. Sorry we're not much help there. It's, uh, no, I'm just... You know, it's just not a technology that's... So many things in my head. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of funny okay. how how uh, you know, in this situation we are we're too low tech up here. We just we don't it's kind of funny how T V through the air and not having T V through the air is we're we're in a low tech situation here and you're in a high tech situation because you have T V coming in through the air. <laughs> which yeah. which right. was considered old school twenty years ago. And uh, so anyway, but uh, <laughs> yeah, great. Well, hey, thanks for calling, Donna. Okay, I'll talk to you guys next All time. All right, have a great thanks. one. Take thanks. care. Bye. Bye. You're listening to Geek Speak on KDNK 963-2976. So, yeah, I mean, um, have you seen, I know we're like getting off track here, but that's okay. Um, there's like a company selling a set-top box, a set-top streaming box that includes a uh uh subscriptions to Hulu and I don't know if it's a is it a Hulu set top box I'm going to look that up. But does uh, it are you saying that it has a a digital receiver as well for over the air? No, so. no, it doesn't have that, but I I just um they're uh billing it as a um viable way of cutting or at least cutting the TV cord. Mm-hmm. You know, which quite honestly, I don't know about you, but I get probably two or three people a, a month talking to me about how do I cut the TV cord. And it usually the, the wheels come off the conversation like right off the bat where I say, um, so are you into football? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, don't even try it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm hearing that there are some, you know, and, and granted, I, I'm not going to like mention the names of them because I don't want to get anybody in trouble or or, you know, cause anybody any frustration. But I guess there are a couple of shadowy um, uh, Internet sources where you can get, like, any kind of sports anytime mm-hmm. on it. And um, so... I was going to say, there, but, um, well, there's, like, there are add-ons for, like, uh, Apple Plus or for Hulu or mm-hmm. um, and, uh, the other ones that I'm sure... Uh, does Netflix do live stuff like that? Or I, no. No? Mm-hmm. Not I'm at all. Call. So, yeah. You're on with the geeks. All right, I'm with the geek guys. Hi, yeah, everybody. you are. <laughs> uh, this is Dawn, and I have uh, a comment and then a very serious concern here about okay. my stereo uh, setup. I have the horrible experience of communicating with uh, 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 Infinity Comcast. First, my unfortunate luck. Uh, my my system that I noticed went down, which included uh, the web as well as 
initially TV on Sunday morning. And I have had several conversations with several nice, well-intentioned people, some as far away, the young ladies who are obviously in training, not in management yet, uh, in like Honduras and everything. They've changed me around with uh, different times, and I've done a lot of bitching. So enough said on that point. Purportedly, they'll be here tomorrow morning. But believe me, you have to scream and holler and bitch and uh, and, and uh, not follow through with their simplistic setup of yes or no or whatever now. We'll see where that happens. But my question, after my bad rap of them, uh, is that my, uh, my Internet went down and, and two things happened. First of all, I've tried to reset it on because through their efforts and then on my own and then through tech support with these different people. Nothing is brought back anything. Uh, and uh, the best I could do was disconnecting my Apple uh, modem as well as, at a different time, the uh, Infinity modem. None of that had reconnecting, of course. So any comments along that line that I can pass on to a service person if they show up. I've been lied to before recently. Uh, tomorrow, we'll let it go through. Possibly he'll be help, helpful as maybe you can be right now in helping me then trace out some, I would refer to them as ground, uh, ground uh, fault uh, vi- uh, sounds. I'm talking to you on a phone, of course, and in the uh, in the living room through the speakers, there is a tremendous amount of uh, buzzing that I created when I was fooling around with my wires. Please help me uh, to try to track down this, uh, you know, this buzzing. Got it. Well, I'm going to usually buzzing like that is uh, it's coming through your stereo speakers, I'm guessing, right? That's correct. Okay. So somewhere I I would start out by going through all of the connections on the back of the power amplifier for your your stereo and make sure that everything there is snug on the back of the power. I have. Okay, and then trace each one of those cables out to the other end and make sure that the other end of them uh, is okay. Um, And or, well, you know, I guess the the what the source selector on your power amplifier is going to basically that's going to tell you exactly which device uh, the hum is coming from. So if it's set to. Sorry, what will tell me? So, you know, on the power amplifier, there's a place where you can, you know, basically say um, CD player or auxiliary or phonograph or whatever. And so whatever whatever device the selector is set to, um, that's the device that is the culprit. And so go ahead and trace the wire through to that device. And you've either got a bad wire, you got a plug that's halfway in, you may have a bad plug. Um, well, you know, yeah. it's going to be now, one of those things. So Okay. Uh, thanks. I have been through all of that. Uh, as Louie knows, uh, I am, I'm challenged here because everything is designed built into a corner cabinet. Yeah. Uh, nevertheless, 
I have uh, snaked around, uh, actually damaged some pieces of some equipment that uh, won't be usable from here on out. Uh, no, not blaming anybody, but uh, not even myself. Uh, but I have felt all those connections. They snake into the wires, and eventually, of course, they go out to the cable on the back line of the house, I guess. Yeah. Um, and Well, I was specifically trying to get help you get rid of the buzz. That was the first part. Well, know, that's so, right. Yeah. That's right, on the buzz. Now, yeah. here's the deal with the buzz. It's constantly on uh, the, the signal. And let, I have a power amplifier. Then I have a separate unit that uh, has, as you described, uh, the end sources and with buttons on them. And I can turn off all of those on and off. The buzz is fully on, except when I turn off the amplifier itself. And that's okay. Got it. What is it? Then it could be a yeah. I I I would I think you're down the right the right hole as far as a ground fault on the amplifier then. Um, okay. It's uh, it certainly wasn't there before. Yeah. I'm not so, blaming anybody. So yeah. if you um, turn off the amplifier, unplug the inputs from the amplifier, and turn it back on, does the buzz stay there or is it gone? I've not entirely taken everything. When I turn off the amplifier, that's the only time everything uh, the buzzes are gone. Got it. Okay. When I go through the selector modes of about eight different series of speakers they're all wired through the ceiling and they're you know uh-huh. wall bookshelf yeah. and everything else so changing and, the input has no change on the hum right yeah nothing yeah it's always constant mm-hmm. unless the mm-hmm. amp is off how old is the amplifier oh it's old um uh i've been here 20 years okay i'm just wondering There's if a it's high end high end uh or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm just trying to think if it might be a uh, a bad input capacitor, if it's everywhere. Now, who does work on these? Or if I would remove all of this or in the end have to blow it out to the trash and uh, and go for a <laughs> something. There, there is a company in Junction that works on those. I don't know the name of it, but I think if you Google Stereo Repair Grand Junction, you would uh, probably be able to, to find us. Okay. Yeah. Well, so. when I get the internet, I don't yes. have any. Oh, I'm right sorry. Now. That was that was cruel. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, Google it right now, Don. Google it. Google it. Yeah, loser, yeah. loser. Yeah. <laughs> I just tried even so. before. Yeah. You know. All right. Well, let, hey, let us okay. know how it comes out. Say, okay. I was gonna say there's only yeah, other okay. one other odd odd thing that you could run into, but it doesn't sound like this is it. Um, if you have a coil of of of. Uh, like a like a power cord that's looped yeah. and put next to one of the low low inputs, like a phono input, uh, it'll put a lot of static on the line. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have wiggled and shaked and shook all of the different yeah. wires that that the... back in these cubby various cubby holes because it's a stack mm-hmm. corner cabinet. Okay. okay. Well, keep us posted, there, buddy. And yeah, um, thank if you. You need thank me to come out and there, jiggle guys. some cables for you. I'm I'm up for it, man. So yeah. Okay. Bye bye. Right. Take care. <laughs> You're listening to GeekSpeak on KDNK. Have a few more minutes. 963-2976. Got exactly time for one one di- easy diagnosis of a bad printer cartridge. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's not printing. It's only printing the colors. It's not printing the black. What's wrong? What's wrong with my printer? 
You need a new black you cartridge. You got a black ink. So, but uh, we'll we'll continue this. Uh, and and uh, so w- the, where we were going at the beginning of the show is uh, Matt is uh, talking or setting up with a system called Zoho. Yes. And uh, I'm going to do the same. So we'll compare notes All in right. two weeks. And because uh, there's got to be a place to escape to. And uh, I'm looking for it. All so, right. Yeah. You've been listening to Geek Speak on KDNK. I'm your host, Matt McBrayer from Roaring Fork Help Desk in studio with Louie, the computer guy. Hey, thanks for running the board, Matt. You're welcome. We'll be back on the 21st of right. February. Woohoo. In the meantime, don't touch your knob.